Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to The Good Life with Forbes Riley and Charlie, featuring your hosts, Forbes Riley and Charlie Fusco. In our program, you'll receive the tools you need to live a healthy and successful life, not to mention a fun one. Now, here are your hosts, Forbes Riley and Charlie. Welcome, welcome to another edition of The Good Life. I'm Charlie Fusco, and I'm here with my lovely, spunky co-host, Forbes Riley. How are you? I'm feeling seriously spunky right now. I have some fun news. Um, Elaine Lelaine, Jack's widow, uh, who I've known for the last eight years, has asked me to write a juicing book, which you're just going to love, Charlie. More healthy, fit tips that you need to follow. I love juice. Excellent. That's great. Congratulations on that book. I just know you're going to make me do it. Um, you know what? <laughs> you're not juicing fruit, baby. You are juicing kale and spinach and celery. We're going to get you green, lean, and mean. Well, I, um, I'm really I'm looking forward to that. Can you tell? <laughs> yes. It right might be apple cider vinegar. Yeah, I know. It, it might be the amount of things that you make me swallow on this show. Um, might be our relationship killer. <laughs> oh, now, now, don't know. Come on, you and I have a great relationship. I think you know. I know we're going to talk a lot about how to keep a relationship, kind of the you know the love relationship, but just partners and friends. I think I'm sure there's a book out there about how to keep like a girlfriendship thing going. There I'm must be. To- I, I find that difficult. Well, you know, it's interesting because and I'm, I don't think my kids listen to this show because they're eight years old. But my daughter came home the other day and my son is like this little beacon. He, the kids call him boss. He's got these big blue eyes. He's really friendly and outgoing and just thinks about everybody else. And my daughter says, Mommy, Riker has so many friends. How does he do it? And she's a little more reserved and a little more adult than her class, just like I was. I didn't have a lot of friends in school. She's like, I just don't really like the girls in my class. I'm thinking, oh, my God, I don't know what to tell you. Right. Yeah, I know. Any advice? Well, we're going to get some advice today. We've got a couple of great guests on the show today. We are dedicating this hour to relationships and what can kill them and what are some solutions that we can implement right away so that uh, we don't lose some of the most important things in our life, which are our relationships. Uh, Later on in the show, we're going to be talking to a wonderful woman named Dr. Holly Hine, and she's going to be talking about uh, sex and relationships and is it important and should you worry about it. But coming right up, we have a returning guest, and I loved having her on the program so much before we have her back. Uh, her name is Stacy Kaiser, and she's a psychotherapist. She's also a major contributor to USA Today. She's a columnist and a book uh, entitled How to Be a Grown-Up, The Ten Secret Skills Everyone Needs to Know. And I want to welcome her because we're going to talk about her eight big relationship killers, and uh, if they're in our lives, what do we do about them? So, Stacy, welcome to the program. Hi. Hey, Stacy. How are you? I'm great. All right. So, you are a therapist. You see a lot of a lot of interesting relationships. Let's start with how. Okay. So, do you think there's an expiration date on a relationship? Like ten years, pretty much married, and it the sex goes away. I think if you don't work at it, yes. 
I mean, you really have to make an effort. I always tell people, if they put as much effort into their marriage as they do their kids or their job, we wouldn't be having a divorce rate like we do. But if I did, I'd have no time for anything. I have to work at my relationship. You know, when you two first met, I mean, this is pretty much for all of us across the board, when you think about how you doted on one, you know, each other and you gushed over each other and you wanted to spend so much time together, that starts to go away. I don't want steak every night. I just don't. I don't care how beautiful the steak is, how it's dressed, a couple different sauces. Every once in a while, I want chicken. Do you think sex is the same way? For most people, yes. There are some people who literally can have the same thing every day. Most of the people that I encounter, that's not the case. They, they want variety. And I will tell you something. Men want it more than women, typically. It's uh-huh. one of the chief complaints I get from men. She's tired or <laughs> she's not in the mood and she wants to do it this way because it's you know faster <laughs> or easier. What, what I tell them is, and this is one of the things I talk about in my relationship pillars, is, you know, if you are going to be married to somebody for a really long time, you have to put their needs equal to your own. And, and not all the time, but some of the time. And so if it's important to them that you mix it up, whether it's in the bedroom or in life, or if it's important to them that you watch sports with them, or it's important to them that you just sit down and, you know, eat some food item you don't really so much like, I vote you do it. You do it because you want them to be happy. And guess what? They will reciprocate. You know, Stacey, I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate. I have been with my husband for 20 years now, same man, two kids. And I remember early in the relationship, my mom said, what do you think a relationship is? And I said, I don't know, 50-50? She said, no, it's 100%, 100%. I was like, what does that mean? And she said, if you give 100%, and that means exactly what you're saying. There are times, and this is really what does respark my relationship, is that I do things, even though I don't want to, to be there for him, I cook a special meal, go, we're going to go out Saturday night and go dancing, things that he loves to do, just because it's that, it has to be that 100%. And you know what? It usually comes back. You're it right. does, and don't you want him to do that for you? You, when you want something, don't you want him to give it to you or do it for you, even if he's not in the mood? Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's, you know, I unfortunately, as a busy working mom, and I know Charlie can relate. I get a little selfish. I give so much to so many people. I think I used to look at him in our downtimes, and we certainly had dark periods where I was just taking. I'm like, you just give me. Just do. Because I, I, I don't have any more energy left. And then I realized, how is I don't have any more energy left for the person that I love most? Why don't I want to make his life happy? And it's because you're busy giving it out too much. And that's one of the things that I, I tell people. Take a look at your life. Are you putting out energy places that you don't need to be putting it out? Do you have some annoying friend that you talk to on the phone regularly because, you know, you feel like you should keep her around? Are you involved in too many of your kids' school activities? Do you always have to be the volunteer? Can you not volunteer once and dedicate those four hours to your spouse? Because at the end of the day, when your kids are grown and you're retired from work, you want somebody next to you to go on a cruise or take a walk. And that person should be connected to you and not either detached or divorced. Now, Stacey, you've written a book. And one of the things in your book you've done is you've isolated the eight big relationship killers. I need to know a couple of these. Well, if I had to handpick the two things that I see the most as killing relationships, it really would be the category of respect and the category of trust. And when I'm talking about respect, that's a really big issue. It isn't just, you know, listening when a person is talking or opening a door, for example, or something like that. It's really deep level 
prioritizing of that person. It's about making them feel important. It's about making them a priority, and it's about letting them know that above all else, you love them as much or more than most people. Hmm. All right. Was there a, like a way that you do that that you found that works? Well, let me give some examples of what I think disrespect looks like. I think disrespect is when you make a comment about your partner in front of other people. Disrespect is when you show up late. Disrespect is when a person is trying to get your attention, whether it's for sex or conversation. You keep putting them off, putting them off, putting them off. Disrespect is when you know your partner hates a slob and you leave everything everywhere. And so what respect looks like is not just the basic respect that you would give a coworker, which, by the way, interestingly enough, a lot of people I ask this question, I say, do you treat your partner with as much respect as you treat your best friend or your boss? And it's usually no. And isn't it funny, though? And I, and I hear you say those things. Um, the one is I'm late for everything all the time. And uh, it's the biggest thing my husband and I snip at each other about is my lateness. And I don't understand why he can't understand that sometimes I just have to be late. And you know what? You're my husband and you should understand that above and beyond everyone else. And he goes, then why don't you apologize to me when you're late like you do to your clients? Right, right. So not not to bash the host, but I would say, <laughs> I would say he's right about the apology. He should get what everybody else gets. And this is what I would tell you if you guys came into my office. And this is a perfect example is that you say to him, here's the deal. I'll make an effort to be on time more, which might improve my you know, amount by 30 to 50%. And I want you to make an effort to cut me some slack more so maybe you won't be pissed at me 30 to 50% of the time. And so 70 or so percent of the time, we're going to get along better. If the person that you're in a relationship thinks it's hurtful and you don't, you still need to take that into consideration. Right. And we all do it and don't even realize it. Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I want to say that something actually saved my marriage was the very first chapter of John Gray's book, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. We had a kind of a bad situation. Something had happened at work, and I, and he was responsible, or at least I thought he was. And I just kind of went off and unloaded everything and said all the things I needed to say, yak, 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 yak. And then he went and fixed it. Well, his fixing it actually got me fired. And that caused bigger problems. We, had a, we sat back, we actually read this chapter out loud, and one of the things that I learned is that your husband or a man who loves you, and tell me if this is correct, Stacey, will try to fix things and make them right. You ever say, you ever notice you're in a conversation with a man who cares about you, you're like, oh, I could take care of that. When you just talk to your girlfriends, they just listen and then it goes on to the next thing. So my secret has been you unload on your girlfriends or talk about it on Facebook or whatever you have to tell, tell your dog, but don't tell your husband unless you really want him to fix it. He's not a good sounding board. Yes, 100%. That, and because here's the weird thing that happens to them. They're fixers, and if we don't let them fix, they feel inadequate. So if you're just saying, no, I don't want you to do that, no, I don't need you to do that, just listen. He's thinking to himself, well, then I'm useless. Why is she talking to me? <laughs> and, even, and, and this is that crazy example of what one person is thinking, another person isn't thinking. You're walking around thinking, he's my husband, I want to lean on him. And he's walking around thinking, she's my wife, I want to help her and fix her. I think he gave us a, some really good things on the respecting and made me think a little bit. Is there a time when you've been disrespecting each other so long or you've lost trust with each other so long that you can't fix it anymore? I want to believe, because I'm a therapist, that that, never, that point never hits. I always tell people, you, know, you don't have to throw in the towel. You can try first. And that's what happens. A lot of people don't even try. They reach a point where they're so frustrated that they just want to give up. Well, but can I be also, you know, the devil's advocate here going, why isn't 
Why can't you start over again? Why is it such a bad thing? You know, divorce has been such a negative thing. It's more. What if you did something great in your 20s? You love somebody in your 20s and 30s and 40s. You just want to buy a new T-shirt. You just want to, you know, change your wardrobe. I have this, this thought that what, how can you, how dare you expect the universe to give you one person who's everything? I, I, first of all, I would love to hear from anyone. Please contact me if you tell me that your mate has given you, met every need you possibly have. And I do think it's impossible. I agree. And I think we do need other connections and outlets. And it is the women that I talk to that seem to be sort of only immersed in the lives of their husband and their kids that walk around saying, oh, my gosh, I need an outlet. I need an outlet. I think that there is probably the crowning jewel of this interview is if your husband is your everything in your life. If you haven't branched out uh, and how do you do that? Um, Interesting. And, And do you cover some of that in your book? I do, and let me just sort of give a quick answer now, is go find a hobby, go take a class, go meet other people, so that, and I don't mean other relationships. Stay out of the phone booth. I mean, go make friends, go out and take on a job, even if it's part-time, just so that you are entertaining yourself and filling a need that you aren't getting filled at home. Folks, uh, Stacy Kaiser, go to StacyKaiser.com. You can get a copy of her new book there. You can get a copy of this article that is all over USA Today. And Stacy, if you'll allow us, we'd love to have you back on the show again. Uh, I feel like we just scratched the surface on some of these things. No, I'd love it. I think I've fallen in love. Oh, good. Excellent. We made your new day. I love that. Stacy, thanks again. We're going to lead into break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Dr. Holly Hine. And if you thought you knew anything about sex and what it means in a relationship, you haven't heard this woman. So stay with us here on The Good Life. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Ladies, if you are worried about fine lines and wrinkles on your face and would like to get rid of them, then let me tell you about Esotique, the amazing all-natural collagen builder from Chamonix. Esotique is packed with pure antioxidants and natural collagen builders, so it doesn't hide wrinkles like other products. It effectively treats wrinkles. So your skin will be younger, healthier, and softer than ever before. And now is the perfect time to try Esotique, because for a limited time, you can try it free for 30 days. That's right. This incredible skincare is yours to try free at home for a whole month. Call 800-731-1085. 800-731-1085. And just pay shipping today. But wait, call in the next 20 minutes and Chamonix will include not one, but two free gifts. You will get their amazing vitamin C serum and their luxurious neck treatment absolutely free with your order. Don't miss out on this incredible free trial offer. Call now, 800-731-1085. 800-731-1085. If you're one of the millions of people who have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, or are overweight, don't join the club. It's time to leave that club. Heart Factors Plus is an all-natural supplement with ingredients proven to help lower blood pressure, cholesterol, improve blood flow, and even improve your sex life. Here is what Heart Factors users say. Hi, this is John from New Jersey, and I'm 42 years old, and I ordered your bottle of Heart Factors because of my high blood pressure. Last spring, it was 134 over 93. Now my blood pressure is 120 over 82, and the doctor got me off the medication. This stuff is really good and without any side effects. 
John dropped his blood pressure over 10 points and without the medication side effects. See if Heart Factors will work for you. Try it now free for a full 30 days. Call 800-240-6536. 800-240-6536. If Heart Factors doesn't work for you, you never pay. It's that easy. Call now and get your 30-day trial. 800-240-6536. 800-240-6536. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to The Good Life with Forbes Riley and Charlie, where you receive a healthy dose of information you need with some fun. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back to The Good Life. I'm Charlie Fusco, and Forbes Riley has been joining me on this hour. And what a fun show we've already had, but get ready to have a little bit more fun. We've been talking about relationship killers and solutions for the last hour. And some of you, Forbes, I'm sure you know who our dear friend Hillary Swank is. You've heard of this woman, yes? Of course, she's a two-time Oscar winner. You cannot hear Hillary Swank and love the movies. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, she's also, you know what? She's also a great success story because she started her career in California living in a car. I, so yes. She has a brilliant background, right? She won an Oscar for the movie Boys Don't Cry. And I don't know if you were watching the Oscars that night, but she did something that she got a lot of flack for. She didn't say thank you to her husband. But she did say thank you to somebody very specific, and that's who we're talking with on the show today. But she it's also very important to remember she is no longer married to said husband. Absolutely. So I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but she did say thank you to a woman named Holly Hine. And she said, uh, who kept my head on straight. So I thought if we're talking about relationship killers and solutions, let's talk to Dr. Holly Hyde. Um, She just wrote a new book called Sexual Detours. So you know I was excited here. The startling truth behind love, lust, and infidelity. And, um, you know, she's got a lot of information. I want to jump right into the interview here uh, and talk with Miss Dr. Holly Hyde. How are you? I am fine. Nice to talk to you both. People come to you. At, at different points in their relationship. Charlie and I are both married. I've been married for together with, for 20 years. At what point does somebody seek out your help? Right, because you're a psychotherapist by trade. Uh, well, people seek out my help sometimes in the beginning in order to not have problems so that they develop an ability to communicate. And if you truly are able to communicate your deepest feelings, sometimes they're not very happy feelings, sometimes they're not going to be accepted by, by your partner and you have to work that out so that you form a relationship built on who you are and who they are. Now, and that to me is when people come to me to speak to me. Right. So I know come at the end when they're already made the decision to dissolve. Sometimes they've made that decision and then in working with people, they begin to learn, hey, wait a minute, what am I doing here? And they stop that Divorce from happening. You know, it's it's interesting, Holly. I I was in L.A. last week, actually. A girlfriend of mine sat down on Sunday morning. She an older lady, beautiful, by the way. She'd gone out to a a wedding with her husband. First thing, she sits down at breakfast and says, why is it me and all my friends are so tired of sleeping with our husbands? I thought, wow, um, okay. (laughs) And it seems to be this discussion I'm having with people who have been together for 10 years or more. What do you say to them when they ask you that question? I just kind of smiled. I didn't know what to say 
because I have my own, you know, questions and complications. My question, somebody asked me, is there like a time limit on a relationship where you stop being interested in your partner? Well, I wonder, and let me ask this, uh, Dr. Hine, isn't it something like two-thirds of married men and women are now admitting to having affairs or something? Well, I would say probably 60% of men and women. It's Now it's both, both used to talk only about men. But a lot of that problem has to do with, you know, sex is, a, is one aspect of a relationship. It's not everything in a relationship. It is another way of communicating intimacy. Lots of times people get together in the beginning just based on lust, just based on that chemical excitement. Right. And they don't make love. They just have sex. Those are two different things. And so what happens when you're with your best friend? Now you communicate great. Ten years into the marriage, you've got children. You look at each other going, you're not doing it for me. Do you stay together? Well, some people do, and they work it out. I, uh, they work out learning how to communicate and do things that are new, bring the joy of their sexual, sensual self back into the relationship. Some people, before um, <laughs> Cialis and Viagra came along, Many people just lived without a lot of sex in their lives or had, had intimacy and touch and feelings of closeness that worked for them. Sometimes that doesn't work. I'm not an expert in just sexual dysfunction. I'm an expert in relationships. And sex is a part of a relationship, indeed. To your point, there's a lot more going on in a relationship than just sex. Um, how much of this is just communication and how much of it is, to Forbes' point, you just grow apart sometimes? I think Forbes has, I think you grow apart sometimes if one person doesn't do the growing and one person does, of course that's going to be very difficult to be together. But it's not just sexual. The sexuality goes away when the intimacy and the communication starts to fall apart. And people live longer. We've never lived this long. <laughs> really, we died third at age 30. We had a lot of good sex, but we died with a smile on our no face. No wonder marriage has lasted so long in the past. <laughs> As opposed to an 80-year-old shriveled up dried prune going, God, I haven't had sex in like 25 years. Yeah, but you'd be surprised how many 80-year-olds have a very good time. <laughs> well, well you know what? I may have to do my research because I have things to look forward to here. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's interesting that when you talk about this, I would love to hear your philosophy on cheating, which I always think is an odd word anyway. I know. I agree. What do you think is odd about it? Well, because, you know, you cheat on your diet, you eat something else. I think it's very odd in our world that we've decided that one person should stimulate you on every front. Intellectually, be your best friend, eat all your meals with you, and be the most fascinating sexual partner for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Are you kidding me? Who is this super person that you're going to meet? I haven't met them. <laughs> well, but that's is you, you you have to you have to know who you're dealing with. They have to be your best friend. That's not going to mean necessarily that they're going to ignite you chemically after a while. And what uh, happens if they don't? Well, if they do in the beginning, you see, it depends on how you know a person. I really believe that. You know, I, I'm sure you know. You meet somebody, and oh my God, the chemistry starts firing. Right. Don't you? It's that even with friends. There are friends you meet that you feel as though you've known them forever. Well, you really don't know them. You really have to get to know them. And that, to me, is the beginning in, of, of, of a relationship. It's not necessarily intimacy in a relationship. It's not true communication. 
Someone's calling me. That's, hey, hey, that's one of your people going, wait, I need help right now. <laughs> They're not getting it. <laughs> Good. Well, stay with us because I'm really curious. I think a lot of people's ears are peaked. One of the things my girlfriend said, by the way, is she said, we started to go down that road about how she want to sleep with her husband anymore. And then she said, you know, we have this mutual business partner who said he's very sexy. And I'm thinking, you know, in her head, she would love to cheat. But she then said, you know, I love my husband so much, I would never want to hurt him. And so she's going to deny that part of herself. How do you feel about that? How do I feel about that? Well, the fact that she, you know, and I think a lot of us go, if that's not, if the chemicals are not there at some point, what are you supposed to do? You see, the problem that, that we're having here is that my belief is that if you know a person well enough, you better start talking to your partner about what's wrong. Obviously, there are other things going on. You have to know the couple. You have to know how to deal with it. I've had people read my book who were carrying on an affair and they couldn't live in the conflict of it. They started to look at their own behavior. In other words, themselves and what was going on inside of them that was forcing them to look elsewhere. Sometimes you get very angry at another person. And instead of being able to deal with your anger, with the discord that's going on, with the conflict, you start looking elsewhere. You start drifting elsewhere. Because you're not able to confront in yourself how to deal with a person. You know, people really do not know one another. That's something I see often in my office. I go, when I have a couple and I'll ask certain questions, they never talked about certain things with their partner. And it's not just sexual. I mean about what, what they felt when somebody takes a job or somebody refuses a job. And they've kept it to themselves or when they haven't liked that the partner isn't taking care of himself or she isn't. And they don't ask, they don't say anything. And that to me is shocking. But of course, I'm an over communicator, so it would be better for me to keep my mouth shut sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that, um, Dr. Hine, I know you've been on shows like uh, Dr. Drew Pinsky's show, um, You've, you've been all over the media and talking, so I think people like the way you communicate. But that's what I'm hearing here, is that it's not really, as you said about the sex, it's not really about how long you've been with somebody. It's have you communicated all the aspects of your life, work, family, home, desire. Uh, Vulnerability. And, and we, but, Gosh, isn't that the, the hard part? I mean, yes. the communication part. And we're not trained in it. We don't take a class in how to communicate um, as individuals. So, and how to accept each other with, with our flaws. I uh, have a couple that, that the husband is a wonderful provider. He's loving. He's kind. But in his family, he was not, he was raised in such a way that he wasn't able to speak up and, and, and take charge. Okay? So she was, had a father that was extremely... Um, controlling, very aggressive, very assertive. And on some level, she was drawn to her husband because he wasn't like that. He didn't criticize her. He was kind. But in the relationship, once they had children, she started to want him to be the other way because that's all she had ever experienced around in, in, in her childhood. So when she saw her children... It used to make her so angry that the couple started to not want to be together. In other words, they were together, but 
the desire had gone, coming to me and figuring that out, which takes a little time to look at. You've got to really be willing to look at the hard parts of ourselves. We're all ugly somewhere. Gosh, that's a powerful statement. We're all ugly somewhere. And how do you live with that in a relationship? We're going to get into that and a couple more questions here in our next uh, segment. So stay with us. When we come back, Dr. Hine, I really want to delve more into this communication issue and, and see if we can give some people some tips and how to even figure out if you're not communicating. You know, what's your style of communication? Is it working for you? Um, are you sabotaging your own relationship? And what are the relationship killers in your mind, Dr. Hine, that, you know, are just a deal breaker. So when we come back here on The Good Life, I want to tackle that and see what else we can get out of you. Stay with us. You got it. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. If you're one of the millions of people who have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, or are overweight, don't join the club. It's time to leave that club. Heart Factors Plus is an all-natural supplement with ingredients proven to help lower blood pressure, cholesterol, improve blood flow, and even improve your sex life. Here is what Heart Factors users say. Hi, this is John from New Jersey, and I'm 42 years old, and I ordered your bottle of Heart Factors because of my high blood pressure. Last spring, it was 134 over 93. Now my blood pressure is 120 over 82, and the doctor got me off the medication. This stuff is really good and without any side effects. John dropped his blood pressure over 10 points and without the medication side effects. See if Heart Factors will work for you. Try it now free for a full 30 days. Call 800-240-6536. 800-240-6536. If Heart Factors doesn't work for you, you never pay. It's that easy. Call now and get your 30-day trial. 800-240-6536. 800-240-6536. With today's outside pressures and current realities, many of us are feeling a loss of control and freedom concerning our lives, business, and where we stand in society. But that can change. Tune in to The Power of the Human Connection with Chris Schultenover. Through the art of storytelling in authentic human terms, we lead you to true and honest realizations and collaborations to better your life and the lives of others. The Power of the Human Connection is heard live Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Ladies, if you are worried about fine lines and wrinkles on your face and would like to get rid of them, then let me tell you about Esotique, the amazing all-natural collagen builder from Chamonix. Esotique is packed with pure antioxidants and natural collagen builders, so it doesn't hide wrinkles like other products. It effectively treats wrinkles, so your skin will be younger, healthier, and softer than ever before. And now is the perfect time to try Esotique, because for a limited time, you can try it free for 30 days. That's right. This incredible skincare is yours to try free at home for a whole month. Call 800-731-1085. 800-731-1085 and just pay shipping today. But wait, call in the next 20 minutes and Chamonix will include not one but two free gifts. You will get their amazing vitamin C serum and their luxurious neck treatment absolutely free with your order. Don't miss out on this incredible free trial offer. Call now, 800-731-1085. 800-731-1085. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening. 
listening to The Good Life with Forbes Riley and Charlie, where you receive a healthy dose of information you need with some fun. Now, back to the show. And we're back here on The Good Life with Charlie Fusco and Forbes Riley, and we have a really great treat today. We're talking with Dr. Holly Hine. Before the break, uh, Dr. Hine, we talked a lot about it's not just sex. That's not why your relationship's going south. It's about communication and how difficult that is. Couple questions here. First one is, how do you know if you're the problem in the relationship? How do you know you're not a good communicator or that your style of communication is really the thing sabotaging what could be a good relationship? You don't get any more sex. It's really easy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get rewarded for your communication. <laughs> yeah, well, you pretty much know if you suck at it. <laughs> to answer your question, how do you know if you're not a good communicator? Well, I think some of the things to look for are, are you able to sit and listen to your spouse? And is your spouse able to speak to you about what's really going on in themselves and in your life and with you? I think when I was young, I didn't listen very well. I didn't even know that there was such a thing called listening. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I just sort of say, oh. that's, that's why God made two ears and one mouth. Well, that's a good thing, but I don't know. Maybe that's not true. Maybe maybe we should be taught how to listen and how to treat one another in terms of listening and speaking up. I do a lot of that work where uh, I'll often interrupt somebody and not listen, and I have to apologize and say, well, wait a minute here. I got excited or I got anxious. Let me sit back here and listen to you. Right, so let me ask you a question. Is there this ideal, you know, we growing up, because now I've been married for a long time. I remember hearing when I was younger, oh, there's 50% divorce rate. Well, maybe there should be 50% divorce rate. Maybe people should be married for 10 or 12 years and then kind of change their life halfway through. Because is there this idea, my husband just walked in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my husband just walked in. I'm like, oh, man. I was going to ask, is he allowed to listen I to the show? think of that. No, but let me share something with you guys. He's going to go away. He and I actually, this is funny, when we got married, we didn't do a religious ceremony on purpose. And we said, you know, let's just do a 10-year renewable contract. Like, look at each other in 10 years. And we were being a little facetious at the time. But, you know, his parents had been divorced. Mine had been married for 40 years and not that happy. So are we just, when you're, you have this experience, you see couples. Do you find that you can talk them through and help them understand how there really is this golden, happy relationship. You can grow old with somebody, love them, have sex with them. Or are we all kind of deluding ourselves? It's kind of like dieting. I'm never going to be a size two, but I try all the time and I just make myself miserable. Yeah, well, it depends on whether you're, what, what is miserable and what do you consider not miserable? You know, when I'll ask somebody, they'll say, well, I'm never happy. Well, what do you mean you're never happy? Then you have to get into, are they depressed? Is it clinical depression? Or is it that they've had patterns and habits that they don't have the experience of what it is to be fulfilled in themselves? First of all, people just had to survive years ago, right? I mean, I don't know if we're back at that now. No, that's okay. We're good. Okay, right? So, I mean, nowadays, uh, when you said, I, th- I think that people come to the idea of marriage with illusion and delusion. We come with false concepts, all of us. I mean, I believed in the fairy tale when I was a kid. Oh, my prince will come and take me off, you know, into the, into the sky with my, on a white horse. Well, you know, there are no, there are white horses, but a prince, the poor guy, what he has to live up to. <laughs> Nobody could live up to my imagination. And right. that's the problem. 
people are asking of one another often something that is not truly feasible. I think your idea of committing vows again, personal vows to one another, is a way of renewing where you both are in a relationship. And that's a rather beautiful thing. Of course, you can't make that a, a generalized theory because then once again, it's not going to be creative and it's not going to be alive. What you're talking about is how to keep the relationship alive and you're now married 24 years. That's damn good. It has its moments, I'll tell you. <laughs> I know, but look how cute that was when he came in. I know, and you know what? Here's what I have to, you know what, and I'm so glad you came on today, and I, I do the show for lots of other people, but I continually do this for myself, sorry, um, and because one of the things that I just realized, and thank you for making me smile, is that I'm hard on him, I'm hard on myself, none of us are perfect, and I think, Charlie, maybe you're the same way, but I'm a working businesswoman, I sometimes forget to be the girl, I sometimes forget to let him be the boy, take care of me, Charlie, can I share something, I'm going to start to cry. I wanted, a, I know it sounds silly, but I wanted a jet ski for the longest time. We live on the water. It's not expensive. silly you've said yet. But you know what? He did. He And I've been traveling and working really hard. He found an amazing deal on Craigslist. Somebody who had a brand new jet ski who had to get rid of it. It's sitting in my, it's, it's, it's sitting in my front yard today and he got it for me. And it's like, really? Why do you take such good care of me when I'm so hard on you? That's beautifully put too. And I do think women... Today, we work very hard, and we do forget how to be our, in our, our softer selves. It's so important. And look at your husband. He found a way to awaken the softer self in you so yep. that you became aware of how hard you could be on him and how critical. We don't get where we are often by being kind and loving to ourselves. We motivate ourselves through anxiety, through fear sometimes. And that's not a way to stay soft. So sometimes we have to develop, as women, a part of ourselves that motivates ourselves by understanding that we can be tender, too. And in our tenderness, we can be strong. I think that's such a huge point. We did another show where um, a woman was talking about, do you have masculine energy? And and we've talked to a lot of people on the show just going, why women push themselves so hard? And and this concept that you have to be more manly in order to push yourself that hard, especially if you're a single mom and you're working, you just have to go, go, go. But what you just said, and I think what Forbes resonated was, at what point are you just vulnerable, maybe, or or to, to the person? Because I think it's easier for especially a man to communicate with a woman if he feels like she's let her guard down. You know, when a guard's up, I think it's difficult to communicate with a woman in general. Um, in the last okay, moments just, here, let me ask you, I mean, I know I want to send people to your website. I want them to get a copy of your book, drhollyhine.com. But I want to know in the last moments here of the show, what are some simple or maybe not so simple strategies to improving your communication in your relationship? Because we're talking about relationship killers but also solutions. If you're in a relationship that's not perfect, but you want to get to a better place, what could we do right now today to start communicating better? It's one to understand that you're both different and don't expect to be alike. You don't expect to have the same, the same relationship with the other that you have with yourself. That is a way of looking at oneself in a more expansive manner so that, so that you can then Look at the relationship and, and, and think about how do I communicate? 
Am I always giving orders? Am I always critical? Is that or or is he always giving orders? Is he always critical? How do I sit down and explain that what I need, okay, is someone to listen, to hear, and to respond? It's you know so much communication is nonverbal. It's giving a look to somebody. It's the tone of voice. In other words, I could say I love you, and if we wrote the words out. I just said I love you, but if I'm angry and I go, yeah, I love you, that doesn't mean I love you. <laughs> it means I'm angry with you. Well put. Do we have to pay you for today? Because this was really good. Yeah. Oh, you're so sweet, both of you. It was a pleasure to do this for you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've just been listening to the wonderful Dr. Holly Hine. She's all over TV news, uh, news programs. She's in the news because she obviously knows what she's talking about. So hopefully you took notes. Again, drhollyhine.com. You can get uh, copies of her first book and the new book coming out. So uh, please go there. And also join us on Facebook. Let us know your reactions to this show. I think we could have you back several more times and, uh, and not really get to the core of this. So thanks so much for spending time with us today. I, I have a smile on my face. I feel a little happier. Some of the things that I just realized that I don't need to treat my spouse or think about him the way I think about myself. I think I have big expectations. I think perhaps we all do. Yeah. So maybe go a little easier. Maybe remember that I do wear a skirt and I get to be a girl and be vulnerable and that's okay. At least for me, sometimes I forget that. I forget it's okay just to be me. And one of our guests in another show said, it's okay to just be, am I enough? That's right. And when you don't feel like you're enough, you push really hard. Well, there you go. That's really important. Beautifully put. Absolutely. And here's one tip for our listeners here. My husband gave me this one. Uh, I was running between meetings, doing all these things, and I was texting him, I'll be home, I'll be this. And uh, when I got home, he was irritated. And I said, what's your problem? I just got home. Why? How can you be irritated? And his irritation was that I was texting him all day. And he goes, yes. and I go, why? I was faster than picking up the phone. And he goes, you know what? You used to give me really good phone. And now I get crappy texts. Boy, is that beautiful. And he just wanted to hear my voice say, I'll be five minutes late. He oh. didn't want an auto reply. And I thought, wow, he really does want to hear my voice. And so to, to our audience, are you texting your relationship throughout the day? Because exactly. it really made me think, and I've called him three times since yesterday. Uh, it took extra time, but the, the voice connection did more than the text ever would. Don't kid yourself. Now he's pissed that you bother him and you talk to him all the time. Yeah, I know. I won't win. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I think that's very, very important. I think texting, it's a form of distancing oneself from another person. Even though we can communicate by saying, when we can't talk to someone, we can communicate and by saying, like, I'm thinking of you. But that's not enough. That's just a narcissistic, oh, I'm thinking of you. But that doesn't mean I'm communicating with you. Right. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I have, I have a cute little house in Tampa on the water. Dr. Holly, you have a plane ticket coming. You're going to come spend time with me because you're wonderful. You're adorable. Well, I'd love to know you both. You're lovely. Thank you. A happy jet skiing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and put then, a smile on my face. Now I'm going to go put a smile on his face. Okay, darling. And Charlie, thank you, too. Thanks again. We're going to lead into break. So stay with us here on The Good Life. 
experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. How has your belief system been formed? Has it been based on others telling you what to believe? Do you desire to make changes in your life that you know will bring you deeper fulfillment? Tune in to The Ripple Effect with Katherine Cloward for your weekly dose of inspiration and encouragement. Whether it be in your business, personal relationships, or family life, this show will help you recognize and trust your intuitive knowing. Catherine and her guests will help inspire you to make fulfilling choices for your life. The Ripple Effect is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. Ladies, if you are worried about fine lines and wrinkles on your face and would like to get rid of them, then let me tell you about Esotique, the amazing all-natural collagen builder from Chamonix. Esotique is packed with pure antioxidants and natural collagen builders, so it doesn't hide wrinkles like other products. It effectively treats wrinkles, so your skin will be younger, healthier, and softer than ever before. And now is the perfect time to try Esotique, because for a limited time, you can try it free for 30 days. That's right, this incredible skincare is yours to try free at home for a whole month. Call 800-731-1085, 800-731-1085, and just pay shipping today. But wait, call in the next 20 minutes and Chamonix will include not one, but two free gifts. You will get their amazing vitamin C serum and their luxurious neck treatment absolutely free with your order. Don't miss out on this incredible free trial offer. Call now, 800-731-1085, 800-731-1085. If you're one of the millions of people who have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, or are overweight, don't join the club. It's time to leave that club. Heart Factors Plus is an all-natural supplement with ingredients proven to help lower blood pressure, cholesterol, improve blood flow, and even improve your sex life. Here is what Heart Factors users say. Hi, this is John from New Jersey, and I'm 42 years old, and I ordered your bottle of Heart Factors because of my high blood pressure. Last spring, it was 134 over 93. Now my blood pressure is 120 over 82, and the doctor got me off the medication. This stuff is really good and without any side effects. John dropped his blood pressure over 10 points and without the medication side effects. See if Heart Factors will work for you. Try it now free for a full 30 days. Call 800-240-6536. 800-240-6536. If Heart Factors doesn't work for you, you never pay. It's that easy. Call now and get your 30-day trial. 800-240-6536. 800-240-6536. Is your computer making your life easier or more of a headache? Are you using all of the tools to make your life more productive and less of a stress? You need to listen to the Microsoft Princess Insider with Melanie Goss, dubbed the Microsoft Princess. Melanie has been a certified expert in all things Microsoft since 1998, and her expertise will have you taking back control of your life and letting your computer handle the efficiency of day-to-day projects. The Microsoft Princess Insider airs live every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to The Good Life with Forbes, Riley, and Charlie, where you receive a healthy dose of information you need with some fun. 
Now, back to the show. And welcome back to The Good Life. This has been one sexy show so far. And if you can stand it just a little bit longer, Forbes and I have one more person we really want you to meet in this whole topic of relationship killers and, more importantly, the solutions. Uh, Forbes, can you stand a little bit more sex therapy? Well, that's like asking if I can stand any more sex. There's always room. I'll work on it. Okay. And if I can't do it, I'll just fake it, Charlie. <laughs> that's right. Fake it till we make it. Well, coming right up here on this uh, segment, we are talking to a really fantastic guest. Her name is Isidore Allman, and she's a board-certified sexologist and licensed psychotherapist. And she has a column, a syndicated advice column called Ask Isadora. And if you can imagine, she's run a sex helpline in San Francisco where people can just randomly call up with their questions and problems about sex, especially in a monogamous relationship, and they get answers. So, uh, Isadora, welcome to the program. Thank you. So, Isadora, tell me about your sex helpline. Was it, I mean, uh, when you hear that, you normally think... It isn't mine, per se. It, it's been around now for quite some time. I was in it at the beginning, but I wasn't starting it. It's called San Francisco Sex Information. It's free. It's also online. I'm happy to give your listeners both the phone number and the online thing. Uh, they train volunteers to talk about sex comfortably and give accurate, non-judgmental information, and it's a wonderful thing for the world to have. So who calls this? Like 15-year-olds who are curious or uh, adults? Yes, call? and people like you who've been married forever, and 8-year-olds whose mommy and daddy are out of the room for the moment, and people who are stuck in the middle of something and they don't know what to do next. I mean, we get the oddest calls. Uh, so it's not just for kids and it's not just for married people. It's for anybody who has a question about sex. Okay, but that's my husband calling you right now. <laughs> okay. Kidding. No, I'm kidding. Sorry about that. I didn't turn my phone off. Well, but I knew then, can you give us some specifics? I mean, if, if you've talked to some monogamous couples out there, what questions have they brought to you that you've been able to answer? You know, can you give us any juicy specifics? What are people generally afraid to ask, but they ask you, and, and what advice do you give them? What people are generally afraid to ask is for what they want in bed quite specifically. You know, I want I want to be touched more here. I would like to be touched less there. Uh, I would like to do it in the living room floor, whatever it is. People most often are afraid to ask their long-term mate for exactly what they want. And so the more you get to talk about sex, the less of a big to do it is to be able to say, you know, I really like what we did last Monday and would like to do more on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Well, or that'll hold me until next July, whatever is true. <laughs> and so more specifically, what are what, what is it that um, couples are afraid to ask each other that they did on a Monday? I mean, is it just touching? Is it that after 10, 15 years they want to... They want them to wear leather and straps. I mean, is it get very specific into like what most people might consider deviant sex, or is it just they don't want to do well, a missionary style anymore? Well, something different is what a lot of people want, and they don't know what that might be. You know, it's getting kind of old. We always do go from point A to point B to point C, and we always do it Saturday night. Anything that's changed, to ask for something different does not mean I'm very unhappy with what we've had. It just means I'd like something different. So if you change the routine of what things you do sexually or the place or the time or the costume, Anything that changes will make it a little bit new and different. Now, so, now, now let me ask you, because, you know, um, Isidore, uh, both Forbes and I are married to a man by the same name. 
Okay. So, so not the same man. It, 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 not the same man, but same okay. name. So it could get confusing <laughs> here. But I'm wondering, Forbes, I know my relationship with my Tom, your relationship with your Tom. Could you go in and demand any kind of sexual change in your behavior and him say, sure, no problem, honey? I'm going to stand up and all the ladies who are behind me come join in right now because this is really personal. I have a really hard time, and I'm a pushy woman in life. You can hear that in my voice and on the radio. I have a really hard time asking for what I want in that situation. Most people do. Most okay. people do. Not only women. Men do, too, because we're afraid to hurt our partner's feelings. But the fact is, your feelings are being hurt if you're not getting what you want. If you're feeling resentful, if you're feeling hungry, if you're feeling over-pressured about sexual issues, or about even non-sexual but other intimacy issues like time and attention, then your feelings are being hurt. And, Charlie, I like that you use the word demanding. Do you demand? Oh, yeah. See, I love it. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Every night at 1030, from what I understand, whether they like it or not. <laughs> oh, I'm a big, there's no reason that, you know, sex shouldn't happen. If we're mad, that just changes the tone of the sex. If we're tired, that changes the tone of the sex. But I'm pretty firm on, you know, things have to happen. And I also haven't ever come across, you know, a request, a demand, an idea that my husband hasn't gone along with. Um, I know sometimes it doesn't end well for me because typically it's user error on my part. Something stays. You have something. to read the directions on the product. <laughs> I'm not a big direction reader. But I'm wondering, again, Isidore, for people out there listening, I think Forbes brings up a good point, which is not necessarily always wanting to ask, is there a way our listeners can, is there a, like a sticky note technique where you can just put sticky yes. notes around there the house? There are several. Okay. Uh, we're talking about nonverbal activities here, which is, you know, sexual activity. So it doesn't have to be a verbal request. It could be a nonverbal request. If I, you know, if I move myself into a particular position, I'm, I'm pretty much indicating what it is that I want where. Or if I put your hand, your foot, your head, my elbow, you know, in other words, you can certainly ask for what you want in bed without asking for it in words. You can okay. ask by body language. Okay, if you're using all those parts, you're having way more fun than I am. I don't know. <laughs> you mean you don't use your elbow? Gee. No, I got to try that. I'm just going to ask, honey, I was told by a sexologist to try my elbow here. What do you think? <laughs> So here's what I heard from the interview to wrap up here, uh, Isadora, is that the first thing is if you don't want to talk, tonight you can go home and just get in a different position um, and uh, apparently flail your elbow around. <laughs> Both elbows. Right. And, and uh, you don't, don't restrict yourself to just one. Right. So, <laughs> so put yourself in a physically different position and see if the nonverbal communication um, starts right up. And the second thing is just to talk about sex more. I mean, yep. to me, that seems really easy. Uh, but to some people, you know, I think reading some more of your columns and finding out how other people are doing it um, is a great way as well. So I want to encourage everyone to go to askisadora.com and just read around, see what other people are doing. Because really, we hate to admit it, but sex is a relationship killer. The lack of it or the, the lack of pleasure, correct? Absolutely. So you've listened to another episode of The Good Life. We've talked about relationship killers and solutions. If you've missed any part of this interview, go ahead and download it. Pass it around because the information we covered here is so vital, uh, as you said, to living the good life because I am a firm believer without good, frequent, regular sex, one cannot achieve the good life. Um, and certainly without open communication, you're not going to grow that important relationship. That's true. Isidore, thanks so much for being on the program today. Forbes, any parting words for our audience? I'm just kind of smiling and I'm thinking about the definition of good sex. 
Uh, on that one, I want everyone to join us next week uh, for more tips and tricks on how you can achieve a good life. Uh, join us on our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter. And we'll be back here on the airwaves next week with uh, Forbes Riley and Charlie Fusco. God, make it a great week. Bye-bye. Thank you again for tuning in to The Good Life with Forbes Riley and Charlie. Make sure you join Forbes Riley and Charlie Fusco again next Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until we talk again, have an exciting week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.